0: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Weekly. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Weekly. My name is Phil Nasons, and I'm the host of this weekly radio program brought to you daily on Max Sports Channels at Baseball Talk Radio, and it's designed for you to win your league. We want you to win your league. That's why I do this every week. We bring you tips, tricks, tools, and all the information we can give you to help you do just that, win your league. And I'll tell you what, uh, it has been an interesting week. I had a guest booked, finally, and, well, as luck would have it, the Internet went out. And I was unable to connect with him. We'll be bringing someone on every week from now on. I think I've sorted out the problem, or I hope I have, because you don't want to just hear me every week. And I don't want to do the show by myself. I want to bring in other people. I want you to have as many different opinions as you possibly can get in order for you to make a very wise decision. I think that's important, don't you? Anyhow, by way of introduction, I am the host of the internationally syndicated program, the Phil Nason Show. It's a daily sports show. We feature baseball writers, basketball writers, and football writers. And if you are a fantasy player, you're going to get a lot of information there. It's not fantasy-centric, but we do delve into that, and you can pick up a lot of useful information from that show. All of the guests are credentialed sports writers. They're in the locker rooms every day. They talk to the players, the coaches, they know what's going on, they know their stuff, and it's a very good show, if I do say so myself. I think there's some noise in the background here, someone's cleaning up. But that's all good, because we have to get this done, right? We need to get this show done. I also write a daily fantasy baseball starting pitcher streamers article that you can find at fantasyteamadvice.com. I do a weekly waiver, wire, and sleeper report over at Fantasy Team Advice. And I do a weekly fantasy baseball column over at AthleticsNation.com. So I'm around the world, so to speak, and you can find my writing every single day. For a full archive, you can go over to PhilNasons.com and just check out all my work. And if you like what you see and you want to bring me to your website, by all means, get in touch with me. That would be great. I would really appreciate that. It would be a lot of fun, I think, too. Anyhow. I get a lot of questions every single day. And one of the biggest ones this week was, what is a fantasy streamer? What is a streamer? Well, it's real simple. A streamer is a spot on your roster where you dedicate that spot to a new player every single day, you go to the waiver wire and you select someone who you think is going to bring you the most value every day. And it's a very risky thing. Um, this is the first season that I've tried it, and I'm writing that column based on, you know, the homework that I've done and maybe some of the picks that I do. You know, by all means, it's not the gospel according to Flash. It's not the fantasy baseball gospel. It's just I give a couple of selections every day. And, well, you can either take them or leave them. And right now I think I'm about 500 for the season, which isn't bad. Try to get a little better. April is a little difficult to uh, predict things, you know, with the weather and all sorts of things and uh, crazy rotations. You know, rotations aren't set yet because they're days off. So it is a tough proposition, but... It's one of those deals where it's high risk, but very high reward, because you're putting someone new in there every day, and then you just move on. You know, if they get shellacked, you go back to the drawing board. It's an interesting uh, deal, and, and I'm learning a lot from it, and well, if you follow my column every day, you will too, <laughs> okay? I'm not so sure it's the best way of doing things, but we'll see how it goes this season. You know, we'll give it a try. Big news. Big news. I don't think it's that big of news for fantasy owners, but Ike Davis was finally traded. Ike Davis was the beleaguered and uh, troubled first baseman for the New York Mets, and now he is a member of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was traded for a reliever and a player to be named later. We'll keep you updated on that. Fantasy-wise, I don't know what type of uh, deal that's going to be. I really don't. I don't know how much impact he's going to have with Pittsburgh. He uh, he had some trouble there in New York. But you have to remember, too, that he, two seasons ago, hit 32 home runs. Um, who knows with Dyke Davis. I would put him on your watch list. If he is, or if you are, I should say, in a National League-only league, well, keep an eye on him. In a mixed league, I don't think he's going to provide much for you at all. I think there are a lot better options out there, but... Wanted to make that known. I talked about him before. I've talked about him in a couple of columns that I've written. So keep that in mind and uh, keep your eye on Ike Davis. Like I said, the guy can stroke the ball. When he's hot, he can hit. Now, what that means for Pittsburgh, who knows? But sometimes a change of scenery is all you really need. And like I say a thousand times, the guy can really stroke. So keep your eye on him. Matt Moore. Damn, I'll tell you what, that bummed me out. I had him on just about every single team that I own. And when he went down to Tommy John surgery, that was a bummer. Uh, What a bummer. I tell you what, that was a difficult thing to see. I was one of those guys who were looking for really big things out of Matt Moore, like Cy Young type stuff. And unfortunately, he's under the knife. He'll be back next year, hopefully. And uh, I guess it is what it is, right? By golly, that must have stung. How many of you out there had Matt Moore on your roster? Gosh, what a sad thing to lose an entire season. Sheesh. And you know you paid some money for him too, right? Around 20 bucks, $15, 20 $25 bucks maybe? Not good. But we've got some names for you today. Jesse Chavez from Oakland. Currently, he's 53% owned in ESPN leagues. He might be available. He's had some good outings this season. He's striking out people. He is keeping the ball down, and he is delivering the goods. Jesse Chavez, Oakland, is one guy you want to try to pick up. Another one, Aaron Harang from Atlanta. He had a hell of a night against uh, the New York Mets. Darn near threw a no-no. And he's 63% owned, so he might be available as well. Kyle Loesch from Milwaukee, who's pitching pretty good. He's at 70% owned, so he may be available there too. Sean Kelly is probably available. or I'm sorry, he's not a starter. We'll get to him later. Jason Vargas from Kansas City. If you've been following my daily pitching streamers, you know that I'm very high on him. He's still only, at this time, Of the recording he's owned in 42.8 percent of ESPN leagues Jason Vargas is somebody you might want to pick up Scott Feldman from Houston is another one who's widely available at 48 percent he's someone that I uh, think a lot of Garrett Richards from the Angels is 29 percent currently you might want to look in his direction let's see who else can we look at here Martin Perez pitched a fantastic ball game the other night. He's 21% owned. You better grab him before someone else does. Jose Quintana is 21% owned. He's available also. Luke, I'm sorry, uh, Mark Burley is 95% owned. But uh, goodness gracious, he pitched well. Really well. Surprisingly well. Another one that's available who pitched awfully well the other night is uh, A.J. Bernatti, 72% owned. He might be able to help you out. Yvonne Nova, 64% owned. These are just names I'm bouncing out there. You do your own work. Tim Lincecum, 54% owned. Bartolo Colon, we'll see what he does on Saturday, but he's 43% owned. He got shellacked the other day against the Angels. He gave up nine runs, I think, in two innings. But he's available, and he's a guy who has plenty of strikeouts, low walks, low ERA normally. So he's someone you might want to look at. Let's see who else is available. Rick Porcello is 70.9% owned. He might be someone you might want to look at. Uh, Clay Buckholz is 87% owned. Good luck with that. James Paxton is injured right now, but uh, doggone it. He He was really kicking some butt. But there's some names for you right there. There's plenty of them out there. What you need to do is just do your homework. Pay attention to the waiver wires and just do your thing. Um, But I like Jason Vargas a lot. And he's still half-owned, right? 50% owned. That's not a bad get. Not a bad get at all. Jeez, I'll tell you something, man. Doing this show by myself, it's a lot of fun. But it'd be better when there'll be two of us. And that'll happen very soon gee whiz but matt moore man i was bummed by that dudes really bummed by that it was a really a tough tough deal closers we get asked a lot about fantasy baseball closers let's go through the list real quick here for you in anaheim ernesto frieri is still available or actually he is still the closer that's a good thing. His uh, job security, at least according to Rotowire, who is the official stat provider for Fantasy Baseball Weekly, as well as the Phil Nason Show. And if you get a chance, get on over there and check it out. If you want a free 10-day subscription to Rotowire, just enter in rotowire.com slash radio, and they will give you a 10-day free subscription. Can't beat that, can you? Anyway, Craig Kimbrell is still available. <laughs> The man in Atlanta, he is uh, under very high security, meaning it's going to take a, a lot to get rid of him. Addison Reed is a medium guy. He's still in Arizona. Baltimore, Tommy Hunter. Ooh, could be rough for him. If something happens, keep an eye on Tommy Hunter, people. But if something happens to him, Darren O'Day is the next one up. So pay attention to that. Koji Uehara. He's still the closer, but he he's got some injury issues. Keep an eye on Edward Mujica; he would be the very next guy in line. Keep an eye on that too. Matt Lindstrom from Chicago, the or I'm sorry, the White Sox, very low security. If something happens to him, you're looking at Daniel Webb or maybe even Scott Downs. Pay attention to that stuff. Pedro Strop from Chicago; he is a Another one who his job could be, you know, he's hanging by a thread. And if something happens to him, Hector Rondone will probably be the closer. Although you never know what will happen with Jose Veris. You Never know. Jonathan Broxton in Cincinnati, his, his job security is very low also. They're just trying to plug some gaps until our oldest Chapman comes back. When he does, he should be okay. John Axford. He's had five saves so far this season. He's a good addition, but he's low security. If something goes wrong with him, look for Cody Allen to be his replacement. Latroy Hawkins has pitched pretty well for Colorado. He's also low security. If he doesn't get in, look for Rex Brothers to be the closer in Rockies country. For the Tigers, Joe Nathan is probably not going to go anywhere, but if he does... It'll be Al Albuquerque, who will probably get the ball. Maybe even Ian Kroll will get an opportunity to get some saves over there. In Houston, Anthony Bass, very low. That's a tough situation over there. Uh, They may wind up doing like what the Oakland A's did and go closer by committee. We talked about that on Thursday with Alex Hall at athleticsnation.com. You can catch that over at philnations.com. If you want to hear more about that. But Anthony Bass is very low. Chad Qualls may be in there. Josh Fields. Maybe even Matt Albers might get a chance to keep a save or two. So you really never know what's happening there. Greg Holland is probably not going anywhere in Kansas City for good reason. He's pitching well. Kenley Jansen, the same thing. He is the number one relief pitcher closer, at least fantasy-wise, this season. Steve Sijic from miami is in there he's pretty good security francisco rodriguez is low security but when you think about how badly jim henderson has gone so far this season Frod may get a chance and he's he's delivered i think he has what four saves already this season so that's not bad glenn perkins he's on the he's not going anywhere and if he does casey fine will be there um sean kelly this is an interesting one for the uh Yankees because you know you're you're replacing a legend and it's difficult, but if something happens to him Matt Thornton will get the ball until David Robertson comes back Jose Valverde is the uh, Closer for the Mets. He's been up and down. There's a couple names. You want to pay attention to Kyle Farnsworth He's pitched pretty well, so he may wind up being the closer keep an eye on that you folks who are looking for closers and who have been having trouble with closers. Keep your eye on the New York Mets situation because it could be either Valverde or Farnsworth because Bobby Parnell is out for the year, so it's going to have to be either one or the other. They are not going to make a trade for anyone. So that's what you've got, Valverde or Farnsworth. Pay attention to that. We'll talk about that every week, every Thursday on my daily show, so that will help you as well. Luke Gregerson from Oakland. Now, this is the uh, closer by committee deal where it could either be Gregerson or Ryan Cook. It could be Sean Doolittle. It could be Jim Johnson. You never really know what manager Bob Melvin's going to do. So there's someone right there who will be able to help you. Jonathan Papelbon, he was, once upon a time, he was the man. And now his, his job security is that kind of medium. And if something happens to him, the Phillies can either go with Antonio Bastardo Or even Mike Adams. They've got a couple options in Philly. So you might want to keep your eye on that too. I think Papelbon's probably owned 100% across the board. But keep your eye on that. Jason Grilly. Jason Grilly, man, he's fantastic. But keep an eye on him. Because he's had some injury issues in the past. If something happens to him, Mark Melanson will probably take over for him like he did last year. Maybe even Tony Watson. Who knows? But keep your eye on that Pittsburgh situation. Houston Street from San Diego. If for some reason he fails, he's about a medium security guy. Joaquin Benoit will probably get the ball, and you do not want to see that. So pay attention there. Fernando Rodney. His job security is about medium. He's pitched okay this season. Danny Farquhar will probably be his replacement if something happens to him. Sergio Romo is not going anywhere. And if he does, Santiago Casilla or Javier Lopez will be his replacement. In St. Louis, Trevor Rosenthal. We were going to talk about him, ironically, on today's show with one of the guys from Viva Alberto's. But unfortunately, the internet got in my way. Needless to say, Trevor Rosenthal's job security is high. But if something happens with him, Carlos Martinez will step in. Grant Balfour. Medium security in Tampa Bay could be interesting over there. Keep your eyes on the Heath Bell situation. If he can get it together again, he may wind up taking Balfour's spot on the closer top shelf. Joaquin Soria in Texas, he's in big trouble. And if he goes down or he can't seem to get it done, you're looking at Alexi Ogando as his replacement. In Toronto, another issue with Casey Jansen out. Sergio Santos is closing. That's not a good thing. Steve Delabar may get a save or two chance. And uh, maybe even Brett Cecil. Not a good situation there without Casey Jansen. And finally, Washington. Rafael Soriano's pitching pretty well. And if something happens to him, it'll either be Tyler Clifford or Drew Storen or even Craig Stamen. Those are the guys that will more than likely be the ones to get things done down there. In Washington must say that's a big list but closers are fickle man don't ever pay for saves out there people do not pay for saves it's never a good thing to pay for saves because it's such a freaking volatile position it's tough I made that mistake last year I paid for saves now let's close up the show with who's hot and who's not George Springer from Houston (laughs) He's up there. He's playing center. Last week he was owned 2.2%. This week he's owned in 87% of your leagues. He's going to be fantastic. Keep your eye out for him. If you can grab him, by all means do. Michael Pineda is 97% owned. He jumped from 39% owned to 97% owned. Keep your eye on him. Jordano Ventura is another one. The Kansas City starter is taking care of business. He is now 99% owned. A 50-point jump from last week. Jesse Chavez is 53% owned. Grab him if you can. Aaron Harang, 63% owned. Michael Moore, still 89% owned. He's going to have a fantastic season, I think. He might be one to look at. Sergio Santos has been picked up by just about everybody. D. Gordon is now 100% owned. If you remember, if you follow my columns, I've been touting him all season. And... By golly, there he is. Sean Kelly, another closer. He's up to 50% owned. Previously, he was 8% owned. Grady Sizemore is now 70% owned. He's going to play like three days and sit one. But the way he started, this could be a good season for him. I picked him up in one of my leagues, and I think maybe you should consider it. Latroy Hawkins is closing for Colorado. 66% owned. See how, how fickle it is and how desperate people are for closers? It's the toughest position in baseball to fill, at least in fantasy baseball. Probably in real baseball, too. Scott Kazmir is 95% owned. He's got some oblique issues, but he should be okay. Adam LaRoche, 85% owned. He's made a big jump because he's had a hot season so far. Neil Walker from Pittsburgh, 64% owned. If you need a second baseman who will probably hit for a little bit of average, there's your guy. Eric Young Jr. from the Mets, 45% owned. He's been a spark plug for the Mets so far this year, and that's a good thing. How long it will continue is anybody's guess. But ride the horse if you can. He's 45% owned. He might be a good one for you. Trevor Fluploof from Minnesota, the third baseman. Now he's 64% owned. He's another one you may want to try to snag if you are having trouble in the third base category or the first and third base category. Might help you out. My man, Jason Vargas, he's the guy. If I'm going to look for a starter, I'm grabbing him. I won't use him for a stringer. I'll keep him right where he is because he's having a fantastic season. Devin Messarocco from Cincinnati is finally starting to get it together. He's now owned in 34% leagues. He might be a good one for you in your National League only or in a deeper league right now. Good pickup for him. Jonathan Broxton from Cincinnati, the closer. owned. If you need a closer, you might want to look in his direction. Raji Davis from Detroit, the left fielder. He's up to 33% owned. He's he's starting to hit the ball a little bit. He's going to get plenty of at-bats over there. And if he does and he produces, he's going to be a good one. He's a steal right now. Grab him if you can because if he continues what he's doing, he won't be around much longer. And Matt Lindstrom, talked about him already. He's 34% owned, another closer. He won't be around there long, but ride him while they're hot, I always say. Scott Feldman, the starter from Houston, is having a pretty decent year so far. 48% owned. I'll tell you what, I would never have saw that coming. You know, but it's fantasy baseball. And it's a fickle, volatile environment, isn't it? Guys who have cooled off. Josh Reddick is who knows what's going on with that kid. 43% 43% owned. I wouldn't take a chance on him right now. Jim Henderson down to 40% owned. Forget about Jim Henderson. It's going to take a long time for him to get it together. Justin Smoke, man. He went from 92% owned to 55% owned. He had a hot week. Everybody jumped up and down, grabbed him. And he's come down to earth a bit. And now nobody wants to talk to him. Go figure, huh? Dexter Fowler is another one who had a very hot start just like he did last season. When he was in Colorado, now he's in Houston. Different uniforms, same player. Keep your eye out for him. If you still have him on your roster, there are better options than him. B.J. Upton is another one. There are better options. He's struggling. He's really struggled. He's owned in 58% of the leagues. This time last year, he was 100% owned. Will Venable from San Diego, the right fielder. He went from 95% owned to 67% owned because he's slumping. Watch, he gets three hits this week and he'll be back to 80%. The volatile nature of fantasy baseball. And, and if I can give you any advice to close this show, I'm going to give you this. It's a very long season. All sorts of things can happen. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's only into the fourth week of the season. Be patient. Some of these guys, it takes a little while longer to get going. Especially guys that have established track records. And you know, it does take some time. Maybe they have some nagging little things going on with them that uh, normally would put them on the DL. They're just not saying anything. They're just trying to get themselves together. It's cold out there in a lot of places. The weather's unpredictable. They're not in a very good pattern yet. Give it another week or two. That would be what I would say. Alright, you know what? That's gonna wrap it up for this week's edition of Fantasy Baseball Weekly. You can find us on Facebook over at Facebook.com slash weekly. You can follow me on Twitter at FlashTennis31. Last week, we set a record. We had almost 5,000 downloads of this show. I do appreciate that, and I appreciate you. If you have any questions, comments, or whatever, head on over to PhilNasons.com, and you can leave me either a voicemail or just contact me through the contact form. Until next week. This is Phil Nason's good luck with your league teams this week. Do you know your fantasy sports? Would you like to make money at it? DraftStreet.com and the Phil Nason Show would like to help you get started making money playing fantasy sports today. And we'll even give you the chance to get started making money today for free on me. That's right. All you have to do is head on over to philnasons.com or visit the show notes for this show. Click the Draft Street image at the top of the page and start making money playing fantasy sports at DraftStreet.com today. Hi, this is Gary Mack of Mets Musings, and I hope you'll join me each and every week as I recap all of the comings and goings on in New York Mets baseball. I'll have guests on from all across Mets Nation giving their insights and analysis on the New York Mets. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mets Musings one as well as on Facebook. The group name is Mets Musings. So tune in weekly to the Mets Musings available at MetsMusings.com Stitcher.com iTunes.com iHeartRadio and of course BaseballTalkRadio.com the home of great baseball talk shows If you like baseball you should be checking out BaseballPodcasts.net It's one of the best places you can go on the internet to listen to independent baseball talk shows 24 hours a day 7 days a week on our radio player that can be heard around the world. So won't you tune in and give us a listen at baseballpodcast.net. You can also listen to the Great Phil Nason show here. See you there at baseballpodcast.net. Hi, this is Phil Nason from This Week in Tennis and the Phil Nason show. Max Sports Channel's offers the best in sports talk radio as well as great music 24 hours a day it's my daily destination and I hope it's yours the sports talk begins each and every day at 3 p.m. and ends around 9 p.m. special programming on the weekends and in between all that the hottest music on the internet that's max sports channels make it your daily destination